My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, all about the Vedic astrology or the science of light, Jyotish, as it was originally taught from the Vedas on down to modern astronomy shares a lot of actual calculations with this. We're looking at exact placements of where things are in the sky. Unlike Western astrology, which follows a system developed 2,000 years ago, this one follows the precession of the equinoxes. So if you know your sun sign from Western astrology, it's probably different because this goes where the actual placement of the planets, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything is in the sky. So today we're talking about the houses and you can follow along at quietmind.yoga houses and get this free guide. You can print it out, take notes and learn these things as we go along through the houses. We're almost done with this series. We're at the 11th house. There's just one more to go after this. And if you remember the lesson about Aquarius, you already have a pretty decent idea about the 11th house. And also the sun is associated with the 11th house as well. This is considered an auspicious house. It's about gains and wealth and prosperity. And it's second from the 10th house. So it's a relationship there that shows this is what you gain from your career and your work, your, your karma, your action you're doing in the world results in the wealth and prosperity that you have or don't have. So this is considered a Laba Baba, a gains house. It's also considered a Badaka Baba. Bada, if you know uh, Sanskrit from some yoga stuff, I teach yoga classes on a podcast called Quiet Mind Yoga. Bada is bound. So Badaka Baba is a bound, obstructive house as well if there are some negative influences on it. This can limit your wealth and gains as well. So particularly if you have a cardinal sign there, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, these can make things a little more challenging to receive the gains but there are a lot of things you can do to work with this energy. We'll get into that in a little bit. So this is about uh, prosperity, abundance, profits, gains, things that you get from your career, your income, also your aspirations and desires, so things that you aspire to. So what would bring you fulfillment? You wanna look at what's in the 11th house. Your social circles are seen here as well. So the, the people that you meet through your career that you gain from your career. Are you very social? Are you like to be outside and, and very active and engaged in uh, social circles and communities and, and organizations? Or are you more of a hermit and you like to be inside and you like to be more reclusive and do your own thing? Either way, totally fine, but you look at the 11th house and you get a better understanding of what might be driving either of that. Maybe you're very extroverted and it's becoming an issue where you're spending too much time outside and dropping your responsibilities. Or maybe you're too introverted and it's becoming sort of isolating and disconnecting to other people. And there can be some issues going on and transits there you want to look at. Uh, that's why it helps to know your rising sign in Vedic astrology as well as your moon sign. And you can kind of look at those two places, place what's going on in your 11th house to see what influences might be happening here around your gains, your social circles. So it's not your profession itself, but it's the things that you gain from your profession. And if you have planets here, that can show where your sources of income are. Or you look at what uh, sign is here. For example, if you have Aries 
in the 11th house, you look where Mars is placed. So if Mars is in the 10th house of career, then you're probably going to gain wealth from your ambition, your drive, your warrior energy, your ability to go out there and initiate and start and drive projects forward. Or if you had cancer here, it's more of a water sign. So the, the moon is ruling it. You look, if you have moon in say the 10th house and it's ruling the 11th, then you're gonna be more uh, gaining your wealth from emotions and intuition and insight and working with women and being more of a maternal kind of figure in your work. And you're likely to bring more profit and gains and wealth and abundance through that. And then this is also like people who help you realize your desires. So how helpful is your social circle? Is it helpful? Is there a social circle at all? And this again, this is what you wanna look at what's in the 11th house. Saturn's here, it might be some limitations and delays and challenges and restrictions on that, more obstructions, especially if you have one of the cardinal signs there. So Saturn and Aries, Aries, it's Saturn is debilitated in Aries. So put that in the 11th house, you're gonna have challenges with career and gains for sure. And you can work with that by working with the energies of Saturn and uh, things I mentioned in previous episodes or looking at your D9 where you're progressing towards in life, especially after the second half of life and you look at the transits going on right now, so that's gonna help you see how to best work with these things as well. This is also a relationship with your siblings. So again, is it strained? Is it amicable? Is Venus here? Is gonna be probably very loving and appreciative of your siblings and very harmonious, especially if it's like Venus and Libra here, very harmonious with your siblings. Uh, also your paternal uncle is represented here. And uh, this is also whether you get success in your higher education, your business, your job, or speculative gains. So if you're going to uh, bet and make some speculative bets and, and investments, uh, you want to check what's going on with the 11th house, so the trajectory of it. Like, are you about to invest and then Saturn's going to go there in a month and put some limitations on it? It might not be the best time to invest. Maybe you wait till Saturn's not about to transit into the 11th house. Right, so that's it. This is pretty simple, right? This one's a little bit shorter today, but the 11th house, it's about prosperity, wealth, gains, abundance. It's synonymous with Aquarius, which is very progressive and about what's good for everybody and very much about the social, uh, the, what's best for the society and groups. And again, the groups, social circles, all represented here in the 11th house. For example, if you had K2 here, I, I see this a lot. People have K2 here in the 11th house and that's k2's detachment it's about spirituality it's like not so much interested in the material world but it's in the place of material gains so what do you think that might mean for that person well what i've seen a lot is it means that they just have material gains they don't even try it's just there maybe they married into it maybe they got inheritance or maybe they just do extremely well in their work without even really a lot of effort because K2 says, I already have this thing. I don't need it anymore. It's already there, done, handled. So K2 in the 11th house shows somebody who's, and again, just this is just one aspect, so I'm not looking at a, a holistic chart like I would in a reading, but I've seen this a lot with K2 there that says they've got the wealth, they've got the social circles, or maybe they have the wealth but not the social circles, or maybe they have the social circles but not the wealth. But usually it's, there's something here where they just have it already, because K2 can represent that, where it's like, been there, done that, got that handled, and 
now what else? Like I'm interested in the spiritual pursuits. Like what can I do spiritually with this money? Like can I go on retreats? Can I donate to causes I care about? The Aquarius sort of energy there. So that's an interesting one that I've seen a lot. And look at your own chart. And if you want to look at your chart, you don't already have it, you can go to quietmind.yoga slash astrology and schedule a reading right there on the page. And if you're enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend, subscribe to this podcast and check out my other shows. Just search Jeremy Devins to see the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, weekly yoga classes, and the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast, weekly lessons all about yoga, Ayurveda, and applying this astrology stuff to yoga a little bit more. All right, so thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week all about the 12th house, the final one. We're there at the end of the Moksha house, all about transcending, going on the cycle from the physical body to the more spiritual, transcendent planes of Moksha, liberation in the 12th house, in our spiritual path. 